We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo. Yo. All right, let's continue doom scrolling. I'm excited. Come on. All right, so this is a weird story. Sure. Uh, ship is stolen, goes... Uh, off the coast and then sure. encounters some uh, storm weather, big waves. I don't know. I guess those aren't rogue waves. They're just big waves. I don't know anything about the ocean. I'm from Missouri. I've been on it. So you've been on the ocean before? Oh, I was in the Navy. Oh, yeah. That's right. I knew that. So I've been like in the middle of it. So big waves. You know, I don't know what you call mm-hmm. that. Uh, treacherous waters, uh, turbulent sure. waters. Uh, sure. Anyhow, uh, the Coast Guard has to go out and save this vessel because it's, you know, about to flip over in the ocean, and they sure. get this guy off the boat, and they rescue him. Now, that's the first part of the story, okay? After Cruz pulled the man to safety, he was taken to the hospital. The Coast Guard posted the videos, and from there, it didn't take long for people in the community to make the connection. The person rescued was the same man accused of putting a fish on the porch of the Goonies' house two days earlier, Jericho Labani. <laughs> the Goonies' house? Okay, so I'm like, wait... This giant news story about the Coast Guard rescuing this guy and bringing him to safety, and then people in the public going, that's the Goonies guy. I was like, that's what crazy. Goonies guy? I'm thinking it's going to be Corey Feldman. No, well, you know, we did talk about in the news, the, the, the house, the Goonies house from the movie, got sold to an owner from Kansas City. Oh, yeah, that's right. And remember, we talked about that. And then somebody so put a fish on there. He was on TV saying, you know, he's got security cameras out there, and he saw that someone had come and dropped this fish off and just left it on the deck of the house. One of my buddies was like, dude, you will not believe what just happened. Like, check this out. But he pulls out this gigantic, like, fish that obviously is not alive and just places it. And, you know, being from Kansas City, like, you got to wonder, you know, is the guy sending a message that I'm going to be sleeping with the fishes or something, you know? Sure. Okay, so some, so the guy puts a fish on the Goonies house. I was unaware of that part of the story when it first happened. Right. I didn't know that we were looking for this guy. Then that guy apparently goes and gets in a boat, steals the boat. The sure. boat gets stuck in the storm. Well, what do you mean by gigantic be... fish? How big eh. is this fish? That's a big fish. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I don't know if how big. For an ocean fish? That's a big fish. Either way, that's a big fish. It's a big fish. It was uh, It was a big fish. Did you say why he put the fish on there? Uh, if he has, I haven't seen uh, Is there any reference why... to a movie? To the movie? I haven't seen the movie, so is there a fish reference in the movie? No, I don't think there's a fish reference. Well, um, I'm trying to think when they're down there. I think maybe someone orders the fish. Yeah, no, I don't think that there's a real fish reference. Bonjour says the uh, on the Twitch stream, which you can uh, log in now if you want, twitch.tv slash Church of Laszlo, and watch us do this live. He said it was so big Tim Burton made a film about it, there which Slim Fast cries at the end, and I don't uh-huh, understand why. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Why are you like, uh-huh, I'm just saying. You do. You love that movie. Yeah, and I'm not the and only you're one like, who watch this it. movie. I'm not the only one who cries at the end of it. As a matter of fact, you are one of the few people, few men, who didn't cry at the end of it. And have you watched it since your father's passed? No. Maybe you should try watching it Maybe I'll watch it tonight. There you go. Maybe you watch it tonight. What I remember is the father was a liar, wasn't he? The father told stories to his son. He was a storyteller. Yeah, but there were were stories about his life. Yes. 
and his son and they, thought that he was real. a liar. But they, he was. And he was mad about him being a liar. But then he realized that maybe he wasn't a liar. No, he realized he was a liar, but he was doing it maybe, to, for good, maybe. Maybe. He was being, you know. Maybe it's all in the eyes of the beholder. Mm, maybe I missed he, that part. And that, yeah, and that that's what this was all about. And then when he goes to the funeral, maybe he realizes, look at this. I mean, do you remember the end? I hate to ruin it for you since you've already seen well, it. He goes out and catches a fish with his hands, I think. At the, funeral, at the funeral, he sees these people show up, and those people were real. Yeah. Remember? And he's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, look, it's the tallest man. Mm-hmm. It's the shortest DeVito, all that stuff. Remember right. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you need to watch it again. Uh, remember last week we talked about how Apple was taking some uh, crap for uh, trying to tribute or do pay tribute to Black History Month oh, yeah. with their fitness app by saying, hey, get a fitness ring, close your fitness ring all seven days this week, and we'll give you a Unity Award sure. uh, to honor Black Which History Month. Them. And someone uh, on Twitter said, hey, you know, this is a weird way to honor Black History, sure. to put it into your fitness app. And then Snowcone said, yeah, it reminds us of Ikea, when Ikea did that thing. And we were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But he right. looked it up, found out. What was it against Snowcone? You're the one who said it first time. I want to make sure. Ikea served, like, chicken and waffles and watermelon or something. Okay. Okay, and we were like, that doesn't sound right, but he looked it up and found the stories, and it looks like maybe that did happen. I was vindicated. Well, right. Um, also, I, you know, I get it. That that's a, it's racist, and we shouldn't do it. And people, but I still don't understand like why that. I'm sure there's a reason for it. Like, why chicken and watermelon? Like who started are, that? Yeah, that why whole, is that like? And yeah. I know it's been comedian sing, but that's everyone likes that. That's not a. I don't really understand. Yeah, I've seen stuff. Well, you know what. Never mind, I'm not even going to say it because i probably get it wrong. And I'm sure someone could tell us where that all right. started. But uh, a school in New York, not actually the school, but the the food vendor who supplies the, the food for the cafeteria, they are apologizing because, you know, your kid's school will put out a menu. Sure. And it says, I, don't, I thought at our school we did it weekly, but maybe they did it by the month. No, it's probably the whole month. Yeah, they, they do ours January. by the month. Okay, and then it, you get to see here's what you have each day. And uh, like in high school, we knew every Thursday was chicken fried steak day, so that was always sound like the same. Uh, Cartman. What chicken fried steak? Yeah, remember that one where he went in and they made uh, all the vegan food because the kids protested, but he was super excited. It's Salisbury Steak Day. It's Salisbury Steak Day. That I've seen That's it. what you remind me of. Well, I did love chicken fried steak day, but it was also a little hip. I mean, people wore the t-shirts and everything. It was, was that little, chicken fried steak? I love CFS, yeah. I don't remember that ever happening in my school. It was a big deal in my school. I don't people remember anybody being excited steak. about what I, day it was. I think one of what happened was somewhere along the way, one of the, what do they call them, student council presidents, someone ran on this idea of like, if I'm elected, we'll have chicken fried steak once a week. And mm. so they must have gotten it done. You know, mm. someone who actually followed through on a campaign promise and, um, you know, I got to reap the benefits of this person following through because we had chicken fried steak once a week. But the point is, you get those menus monthly, and it shows you what your kids are going to eat or what their options are. Ours always had in elementary school, I think I've told you this too, and you said yours didn't. One of our sides, at least every other day, was rosy applesauce. That wasn't a thing at your school? No. I never saw it really outside of school, but rosy applesauce was almost always on the menu. And it was just applesauce that they maybe put some cherry in. I don't know, but it was red applesauce. Anyway, I think one, I think my mom always packed my lunch. Oh, see, we had very few kids who then, had to pack lunch in elementary school. I think most of the kids did. We just brought a brown paper the, bag and had movies, a sandwich and some like chips and yeah. you know, a drink, and that was it. I feel like in the we movies, a lot in of high kids school, do. we didn't, but you could just buy stuff. We had plenty of vending machine food. Yeah. 
I know they changed all that, but when I was there, you could buy like you know, you could get a yogurt get and an ice cream sandwich, and sure. boom, you're done. And Pepsi and all that yeah. other stuff. Yeah, and we had like in high school, we had like a pasta bar, a taco bar, a cookie thing that was just. I don't really remember all Otis, that. Otis Spunkmeyer cookies. They had women who's they were there five days a week just making cookies for the cookie bar where you bought bags of cookies. But anyway, at this school in New York, they've got their menu, and they, they made a slight change to the menu on February 1st. They had one thing planned, which was like a normal thing. I don't remember what it was now, something that they'd normally eat. And the menu got changed, and I don't know if they were supposed to be doing this in honor of Black History Month, if someone did this as a prank. It's not exactly clear, but the food provider has apologized. Community members are fired up after students at Nyack Middle School in Rockland County were served chicken, waffles, and watermelon for lunch on February 1st, the start of Black History Month. The local NAACP also speaking out. The chicken and waffles and watermelon is a stereotype to black folks, African Americans, um, because that's what they think that we like or what we eat all the time. Right. Um, so I get why it's a stereotype and I get why we shouldn't do it. I just don't understand where it started. I'm sure there's some sort of racist history. Yeah, that can tell us where it started. That horrible, horrible white people in the past started it, but I just can't figure out why. Right. And I, and in this particular story, I can't figure out if someone did this, like if they snuck it in there as a racist prank, if someone did it intentionally and actually said, hey, to honor Black History Month, right. all the stories just say that the menu item changed to chicken, waffles, and watermelon on the first day of Black History Month, heavily implying that it was, you know, intentional. I mean, right. i got to assume that it was intentional since they changed the menu. But you know what? I don't know. I don't know how often. Is that something the kids have sometimes at school? We certainly never had chicken and waffles as a menu item when I was a kid, but also neither did chilies when I was a kid, and now they do, so... I don't know how that works. It's it's possible, but it's our mark. We know them, right? How do you yeah. say their name? I think that it's extra right. A there. Do they say our mark or our mark? Anyway, they were the uh, providers and they were the ones apologizing. It says the situation at the middle school was our mistake. Never should have happened. A spokesperson said it stands in direct contrast to who we are as a company and our longstanding commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. We've apologized for our mistake. Are working to determine how it happened. And make sure it never happens again. This, to me, sounds like maybe someone from within did this as a racist prank, doesn't it, to you? Because there's no way the company would have said, go for it. But but then Snowcone reads me the Ikea thing, so, you know, I don't know. It, it is possible, I suppose, but if I had to bet, I would say that someone intentionally did this to be... Racist. Hmm. But I'm looking not. it up here. Maybe they just really thought this would be a tribute to Black History Month. I don't know. Or or is it possible that it is totally coincidental and that someone picked up on it and, and someone's going to tell me that our mark actually does serve chicken and waffles and watermelon once a week? You know, that that's a menu item like we had chicken fried steak. I don't know. It seems odd just because we didn't have it, but times change. What are you looking at? I'm looking at where this started. Are, are you? Oh, the history of that? Yeah. You know, I saw something over the weekend that was showing an old Ku Klux Klan. Uh, okay, so they say this comes from a woman. Let me find her name. 
Oh, boy. Claire Schmidt from the University of Missouri, mm-hmm. who studies race and folklore. Uh, apparently, there was a supremely racist 1915 silent movie about the supposedly heroic, heroic founding of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, it was a huge sensation when it debuted. Uh, one scene in the three hours features a group of actors portraying shiftless black elected officials acting rowdy and crudely in a legislative ball. Uh, the message to the audience, these are the dangers of letting black people vote. Uh, the legislators, the elected black officials in this movie, are shown drinking. Others had their feet kicked up on the desk, and one of them was eating fried chicken. The image really solidified the way white people thought of black people and fried chicken. She goes on to say, um, let's see, it's a food you eat with your hands, and therefore it's dirty. There are no table manners when you eat fried chicken. Uh, so it's not like a knife and a fork type of thing. It's not proper. These are two foods that you eat with your hands, and it shows a stereotype of people who obviously can't eat properly. So apparently that's what it is. Interesting. This article I'm looking at here says that they don't know the origin of the stereotype. They have theories. Um, says with the Confederacy's defeat in slavery's end, early black entrepreneurship was bolstered by women selling their fried chicken and other home-cooked foods to hungry white railroad passengers at train stops. Likewise, watermelon was a cash crop and a token of financial independence for the formerly enslaved. But white Southerners viewed any modicum of black success as an affront to their own sense of dominance. It wasn't long before grotesque caricatures of black people with these same foods um, that had been used to empower themselves appeared on sheet music, uh, salt and pepper shakers. So they're saying like maybe it was a thing and then it got turned around as this caricature, this racist caricature. I guess they said grotesque caricature. So, but what do you think about the R mark serving it at school? I don't think that the company approved that, do you? Well, they had to approve it somehow. Well, I mean, if they've never they served they it, I mean, I don't know if the a, highest, I don't know what it is. I don't know how it works, but I mean, I'm guessing they don't serve fried chicken and watermelon all the time. So when it shows up in a the menu, they're like, why are we serving this? Somebody should have caught it. That's what I'm saying. No one, but no one at the company said, yes, this would be a good Black History Month tribute, right? You don't think no. that's what happened. I don't think no. that's what happened. Now, I'm not trying to defend them here. I'm just saying I got to believe that that's a big enough company that someone would have stopped that from happening if they knew that someone had a plan to do this at the beginning. Now, if someone who worked there thought that they could do this as a prank... And get away with it. Oh, you know what? We'll change the menu. Because you could tell me that they do serve uh, chicken and waffles at schools now, uh, you know... Every Wait, was it chicken or and something. waffles or chicken and watermelon? It's chicken waffles and watermelon, I think. Yeah, they you know, I mean, that's too, you know. Yeah. Somebody did it on purpose. That's obvious. Yeah, someone did it on purpose. I just wonder who. And and, and I'm leaning towards someone doing it on purpose as a Locally. racist. Well, as a racist uh, prank, as opposed to this will be a good tribute. Right. You know what I mean? That, yes. That's all I'm saying. A uh, 76-year-old woman falls into a creek. Okay, she's got a creek near her property, and she falls in this creek, and she can't get out of the creek. She's about to freeze. She's about to drown in this creek. She didn't have any friends coming to check on her. There's no family coming to check on her. But the UPS driver 
Hmm. UPS driver shows up, sees the 76-year-old woman, and saved her life. Kind of put my arms under her and cradled her and said, okay, baby, let's go. And uh, up we went. I don't know anyone at one time or another does not need help for something. Another 10 minutes and I would have been a goner. <laughs> she's not just a customer now. She's also a friend. Oh, there you go. Mm. Good for you, UPS. What would you do in that situation? What, if I saw an old woman? Yeah, if she's laying in a creek, would you think it's her time? No. Like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't I'd go know get you. her. You're laying in this creek. You're about 10 minutes from no, maybe no, I'm not supposed to intervene. Her. God has a plan. No. Of course. Of course you get her. It's not like a question. It's not like running into a burning building. Uh, the question is what would you do if you found money laying on the ground? My day. This it. is one of my favorite questions. And okay, we got to take a break. I'm going to ask you the question about the money thing here in just a okay. minute. Okay.